if we wish to take care of ourselves properly, we would have to respect ourselves, but we don't because we are not in the least in our own eyes, fallen creatures. If we lived in truth, if we spoke the truth, then we could walk with God once again and respect ourselves and others and the world. Then we might treat ourselves like people we cared for. We might strive to set the world straight. We might orient it towards heaven, where we'd want people we cared for to dwell instead of hell, where our resentment and hatred would eternally sentence everyone. That is an excerpt <coughs> from 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. You know what the B stands for? B? Yeah. No. It's bare heart. Is it bare? Bare heart. We'll get it. We'll get Something it. like that. I wrote it down. I'll remember it. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that, man? What What does it mean to care for yourself, to respect yourself? Because it's like what we said the other time, like, Someone says I love myself, but the adipose tissue—it's <laughs> here's the the sediment of the adipose tissue on your body seem begs to differ. It's like uh, people say self-love on IG, mm -hmm. but they don't. We know these people because mm -hmm. they are people we live with, but they do not emulate self-love. Yeah, self-love to a certain degree also. It's like this guy was saying, like, if you really loved yourself yeah. when you're tired, yeah. when you're tired with your routine, mm -hmm. you go anyway to the gym mm -hmm. instead of having a rest day. <coughs> if you really loved yourself, instead of going out and taking yourself out, quote, unquote, mm -hmm. to go and have, like, a tub of ice cream, to go and have a pi pint of beer, mm -hmm. you're going to reward yourself. If you really loved yourself, maybe... Maybe you would go out for a run. Maybe you would go out to the gym. Maybe you would eat home-cooked food. Yeah. <coughs> Maybe you would, you would uh, go to church, pray. Try just to better the relationships around you if you really loved yourself. If you really loved yourself, you would speak as such. You would not deliberately sabotage yourself with lies. Sabotage yourself with... With inaction? With, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You would not deliberately sabotage yourself with, with complacency, mm -hmm. with playing, sitting on the sidelines of your own life, mm -hmm. which is also weird. Yeah, if you want to die, let us die by our own terms. If you're going to die, then let us <coughs> sacrifice ourselves and let us understand that. So, to a certain degree, if you respected yourself, you would sacrifice yourself because. You understand that your whole being, with a capital B, yeah. is required. Yeah. Just to ensure that those principles triumph. If you want to live a more meaningful life, then you go all in. You have to have some skin in the game. Right? Yeah, yeah. And acting as such is not something that happens today and then tomorrow is not there. Yeah. It's like someone who's constantly struggling or grappling with wrestling with God, so to speak, mm -hmm. or the idea of God or perfection or absolute greatness. Yeah. Will always, even in his actions, even in his missteps, there are missteps towards 
heaven. You fail, but you get up. You insist. I mean, Christ will, will, will settle for nothing less than perfection. So that just means like if we really if we really cared about our words mm-hmm. or like <coughs> really meant really meant what we say yeah. and said what we meant mm-hmm. then we would act as such. It's like if it's like what what you said, like if mamba mentality is something that you really admire then do you really admire it or are you yeah if you don't if you don't emulate it do you really admire it exactly do you want to be a bystander thing, right? and watch when when you see something that you admire yeah it it calls to you right yeah it calls to something inside of you yeah it calls something inside of you that wants to come out right yes you're like i wish i had that yes but in real sense it should be i will that yeah you see that and you will will it to happen in your own life yeah you see mm-hmm. you see someone who looks fit mm-hmm. and you look at yourself and you're like i wish i had abs like those yeah right yeah but then if you really that's wish that's just the first step yeah if if you really want it then that's just the first step yeah the first step is for it to call to you yeah then the second step is that you must heed the call yes right yes you can't just wish and then go home and then next time see it again and then wish yeah and then go home and continue in in between you're not doing anything moving you towards that goal yes and, and even even further than we that we will ask you do you really want it yeah and even further than that you will not just want abs yeah you will want to have a more capable body yeah that's what you want yeah you will not want to have thicker thighs or whatever those just happen as a result of putting your skin in the game yeah right yeah yeah so i think like meaning what we say and saying what we mean is something that we can like really uh try to work on right and we can really try to work on and try to remind yourself like cuz hey it's it's hard for all of us we're not I mean when when we speak here we, we speak trying to emulate the highest virtues right yes and that doesn't mean that we we attain them all the time right no that doesn't even mean we might attain them yeah that doesn't mean we're going to attain them right yeah but it's it's the pursuit of the goal yeah even even in like if you if you look at our, our dopamine system right yeah it's it's our dopamine system is most activated when we are in pursuit of the goal yes once you achieve the goal then the rush is not is not as much as you thought it would be you, you find that the rush was in in the trenches wh- while you were in the trenches yeah. while you were working those are the sweet moments towards you see yeah so literally we are built we're built to produce to even to respond biologically to to those moments when we are fully engaged yeah that's when we are at our best yes so we need to strive to be in that frame of mind or in that state of mind yeah most if not all of the time yeah right i mean don't you don't you like the idea of if you just apply your memory mm-hmm. your short memory right now yeah like a few like a few minutes ago we were sparring mm-hmm. in the moment of the sparring that's the most beautiful thing when you're in there when you're in there 
even when you when you think about it like i'm trying to get you on this position you're trying to counter me you're trying to leverage your advantage i see your strength but then you you really you're in there you're not thinking about the future you're not thinking about the past yeah you're yeah. thinking about this exercise that you're doing and i was telling you the other time like when i was when i broke out for a run yesterday yeah you always you find something divine when you're in there when you reach that flow state uh-huh. and every step seems like an inch perfect step uh-huh. every stride is a perfect stride your mind your mind becomes one with the with the cosmos with the universe uh-huh, uh-huh. possibilities are endless in that short interlude that sometimes is called the runner's high uh-huh. and you're thankful for everything you're thankful for existence but even when in the think of things really in the think of things you you are just existence you, do, you don't even have to be thankful for it you just you just coalesce you just amalgamate yourself with the entirety of of everything and then you appreciate it but at that moment there's no words to be said mm-hmm. it's like when you have me down and i'm trying to walk my way you know mm-hmm. you, you you don't have to time to appreciate it now but in memory for sure we do yeah at the, at the moment like here's the thing right yeah when we were sparring today like i got a takedown <coughs> which i had i haven't got previously right mm mm-hmm. But immediately I got it you you reversed it like you swept it. Yeah. You swept me and and you ended up on top, right? Mm-hmm. Which was which was interesting because I don't think you've done that before either. No. Right? No. So like and we 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 moved quickly past it, but in that moment I was like, "Ah, that, that's nice. That's, that's nice, nice, you know?" Yeah. Like it intrigued me like, "Huh?" Yeah. I've never seen that before, yeah. you know? Man, it's it's so it beautiful, man. Like when 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 you are on top and I can see like you're kind of losing breath and I'm tell you go to work. Work. Yeah. Like push me man like i'm on the ropes i should be like kind of keeping it as a trade secret and i know this guy's gassing out let me just use but no it's like i need i need you to i need you to get into a prime or more dangerous position I need you to put me to work yeah it's like it's like it's like guys when they're out on the farm and you're way ahead on the farm when you're tilling and you, and your counterpart is behind you like come on let's let's work man yeah yeah So like when you put me to work you force me you spring me into activity and now I have to work myself I have yeah, to get yeah. f- to think of creative ways to get out of that dangerous position so in retrospect isn't it a beautiful thought bro I think I think we learned learned quite a good bit today that was yeah that was very fruitful well, that's a testament that we are learning yeah, I think what what I was impressed most by was clearly there's some progression like yeah yeah we're not just like we we are incorporating the things that we we see and that we 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 drill yeah we drill yeah. right and when you apply it when you apply it in the moment like they you just find yourself smiling like, yeah ha huh, okay yeah. you know yeah like th- th- like you said there are no words for it and it's just it's a feeling that you don't even want to put words yeah. to cause it's a feeling that in the moment it's a waste of time to try yeah. to describe yeah maybe you can try you can we can we can w- gladly watch you fumble at words when you're trying to express your satisfaction of that thought like oh like it was so it was so nice you know, to see someone up against the rope and counter me like that i never seen it it's so nice to see someone grow grow literally right before my very eyes uh-huh, uh-huh. but that that even is like is a half-assed apology of a description because really it's just beauty that is left 
for the mind to mull over with over with time towards like till eternity and the thing is this yeah when like for the longest time we, we were studying tape and looking at all those grappling techniques the the channels on youtube yeah <coughs> that teach you the different grappling techniques yeah but the minds which came when we just decided you know we're just going to find a space and we're going to do this thing. yes we so can't like get the marks we don't have rush guards saying like if you really want something you better find you, a way you have to you have to get to that point of where you're like you're going to do something from where you are you're not going to make any excuses you're not going to be like i don't have this and therefore yeah. and 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 this and and not that yeah. you know yeah you're going to you're going to do what you can from where you are and you're going to move on from there mhm mhm yeah um let us move to this other paragraph yeah it is true that the idea of a virtuous self sacrifice is deeply embedded in western culture at least in so far as the west has been influenced by christianity which is based on the imitation of someone who performed the ultimate act of self sacrifice any claim that the golden rule does not mean sacrifice yourself for others might therefore be appear dubious right like he says any claim that the golden rule does not mean sacrifice yourself for others might therefore appear dubious but christ archetypical death exists as an example of how to accept finitude betrayal and tyranny heroically how to walk with god despite the tragedy of self-conscious knowledge and not as a directive to victimize ourselves in the service of others to sacrifice ourselves to god to the highest good if you like does not mean to suffer silently and willingly then some when some person or organization demands more from us consistent consistently than is offered in return so it's like there's a balance there and Christ emulated it quite perfectly man mm-hmm. like Christ offering himself on the cross is a, is a, is a is a show of strength show of self overcoming is a show of like i am levels above all these other people and therefore because i love them i am sacrificing myself mm-hmm. it is not a sign of weakness people people are confused by what's happening in golgotha that's a win that's a w yeah, for I, I everyone mean, the 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 soldiers and the romans did say that if you're truly the son of god why don't you yes call unto the angels and have them rescue you yes or something like this right yeah but they say this not realizing that the highest sacrifice is to give of your to be in a position of power but not wield it for malice's sake yeah man like it's right? that's that's something like i've read this book but the golden rule mm-hmm. appears to mean to sacrifice yourself for others that is the golden rule i believe the golden rule uh is do unto others as you'd like them to do unto you yeah right yeah yeah because i remember nasim taleb made a, sil- a silver rule mm-hmm. where he says do not do unto others what you would not like them to do unto you mm-hmm. so he called that the silver rule yeah it's not the same thing it's, it's like kind a, of a step down from the golden yeah. rule yeah 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 but, but like being of service to others does not mean capitulating mm-hmm. does not mean willingly sabotaging yourself simping or simping yeah it just means you say the truth because you are one in the pursuit of truth mm-hmm. and two to a certain degree you know your own truth like you know the the laws of nature 
and you know that saying the truth even if it is uncomfortable in the situation bad for the better yes you know and by doing so even though it will be uncomfortable at the moment mm-hmm. that is you being of highest service to everyone around you mm-hmm. right even though it makes them uncomfortable right then and then mm-hmm. you're being of high service by making it uncomfortable now and getting through it as opposed to sweeping it under the rug and having whatever issue that is be a bigger issue somewhere down the road yeah 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 it's like it's like addressing things on point leaving no stones unturned not not being a coward mm-hmm. when you say your truth and you think that this is like <laughs> when i passed that guy I was almost I was, I was almost telling him like <laughs> those things are bad for you for your health like cigarettes mm-hmm. this is true man you you they, there's no way you can coin it yes you cannot rationalize it in a way that okay cigarettes are a good past, pastime activity no they are not running is a good pastime activity mm-hmm. you know swimming is yoga yeah. stretching so many ways you can be you can live for the better but those things are difficult that's why and here's the thing we can try to put ourselves in a position that we do not have to sacrifice anything like okay like i love i love let's say i love sugar or i love like drinking soft drinks like drinking soda mm-hmm. why why now like how did i get to that point where now like when i say okay i'm not drinking soda for three weeks i'm sacrificing myself I think in our education we can make the kids a little bit not even see the the importance of soda or like these kinds of drinks in their lives so that that is not as that is not a sacrifice they have to make. Yeah. They can make greater sacrifice, better sacrifices. Mm-hmm. You can sacrifice s- some sleep, right? Yeah. You can you can sacrifice uh food mm-hmm. just to put in some work. Yeah. uh you can even sacrifice your reputation just to to bring up the spirits of someone else you can sacrifice your reputation to show love to manifest beauty mm-hmm. you there's so many things you can sacrifice so let's make it a let's let's make it a small game let let us optimize it by kind of not having being above certain things that we don't have to sacrifice mm-hmm. you don't have to sacrifice unnecessarily right yeah if you know that you have some work to do mm-hmm. that then that is prime importance do your work right if yeah. you know that you, there are certain things you need to work on mm-hmm. sacrifice in that form but do not say like oh man the whole week i'm sacrificing i'm 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 eating lean then the weekend you're going to do your own thing or like you're going to eat some other kind of junk food or something like that mm-hmm. right sacrifice takes so many forms man right mm-hmm. and you can also sacrifice yourself for others for others in the sense that you can get out of your own way to make someone's life better just for reciprocity in this in this world we we really value trust trust is something that actually like moves the world keeps relationships things go unsaid because the trust is very prevalent the trust is very prominent in mm-hmm. the relationship mm-hmm. so i mean i'm on you know i trust you i mean i trust you in a lot of things just because of how 
like the things you, the things you've done for me in my life and and the things you've showed me and like i got into into wrestling like just trying to trying to double in the grappling arts you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. because of you that is something that you just kind of sacrifice your time to or even your energy to bring it into someone's attention you're like oh this is this is actually good this is something this is good stuff let's mm-hmm. try it mm-hmm. you know uh the kind of music recommendations the kind of books sacrifice right and uh that's the thing man like i i i like that kind of sacrifice man i l- i really do like that kind of sacrifice and that's why like uh like yesterday when i was telling you let's go for a run yeah i really expected you to come out for me with a run to me because i think i think it's a sacrifice like in whichever state i am in mm-hmm. as long as i'm breathing i can come as long as i'm breathing i can come out for a run if you tell me let's go swimming right now you bet you are say well mm-hmm. like but like like you see like that's what i'm trying to say like sacrifice you can sacrifice yourself in so many ways just for the rapport just to build just to build the relationships and uh just to to build the trust right mm-hmm. so and that's not it that's not the only thing like there are so many ways you can get out of your own way get out of this 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 like fuck this is what i'm doing man you do your thing like you can even sacrifice your money for someone mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even like really need it like that they don't they don't even they didn't ask but you kind of just read the room and say i mean yeah i can help here mm-hmm. being of service to others which kind of nece- doesn't necessarily mean like deliberately moving out and like helping someone sometimes it's just being a better person sacrificing your ego by, by bettering yourself people f- you find yourself minimizing the people who have problems with you yeah you know yeah or prob- like you are never perfect we are never perfect bro mm-hmm. so like when when like for example when he, when someone tells me like you're Chris you're a type of way or type of way for sure i am maybe i am blind to that kind of thing but maybe point me let me see let me see what the fuck is wrong with me let me see yeah, if i can yeah. fix that mm-hmm. sit down see if you can come down from your high horse see if you can fix that thing see if you went the opposite of what this guy is saying like oh so man like maybe you have a big ego can you like run a social experiment on whether you can have a small ego like you can like like and you can bring down your dial down your narcissism a little bit and see if that leaves you for the better or for the worse yeah you know yeah. Mm-hmm. now that we are trying to be a little bit more nuanced man i think then let us work with degrees balance is the key but balance sometimes requires sacrifice especially if you are way on the other side of the scale yeah yep yep right <coughs> that means you have more work to do to uh, to account for yes yes mhm yeah man so and sacrifice also is like i understand what i'm sacrificing here you know is it I- isaac who was being sacrificed yep. by abraham mhm abraham knew what he was sacrificing man like that's the closest thing to myself i can sacrifice to the lord 
And Jordan Peterson suggests that we sacrifice ourselves. Like literally, he says, like, if we sacrifice ourselves to God, to the highest good, mm-hmm. that is a daunting task. That's a heavy task. Heavy task to put on Atlas's shoulders. Sacrifice means I can tell you I love you, even though, like, in a room full of strangers, that sounds weird. It is just like someone who is in a state of disadvantage. You can get out of your way. You can get them home. And you can just walk back. You can give them your fare. And you can walk back because mm-hmm. you're younger and you're stronger. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways we can change the world simply by changing ourselves. Simply by adjusting our mindset, putting our brains back to the lab. And like you said, in terms of like our egos, right? Yeah. One of the ways that you can you can work on it is by helping people, by by putting yourself aside mm-hmm. and trying to in whatever way it, it might be the one of the smallest acts, just helping someone cross the road, helping someone carry a bag of heavy groceries. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You are going somewhere and you probably still will need to go to that place after you're done helping them, but yeah. By by adopting that task that you did not have to do, yeah, it's in a way like minimizing your ego, scaling yourself down so that you can lift someone else up, mm-hmm. and then you will come back to yourself later. Yeah, you know, you're making them the object of importance as of this moment. Yeah, like you remember way back when people would stand up if an an elderly lady. Came into a matatu and he yeah. didn't have a seat and oh you yeah. had a seat. I don't think we do that anymore nowadays. You know? Yeah, I mean, like I've never been in a mat in a minute, but I, I bet. We've become become very self-centered, right? Yeah. And in this day and age, it's actually very easy to be very self-centered because you have your cell phone, right? Yeah. So you walk into a room and you don't associate with people. That's fine. Take out your cell phone. Yeah. Act like you're busy. Stand somewhere aside from them and yeah. act like you're really busy, like you're really doing something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you're interacting with people through that phone. You're you're missing a lot of the... That's why we also don't have social skills nowadays. Like, yeah. Guys are very awkward. They don't know how to make friends. They don't know how to make conversation. Yeah. Because no one wants to go through that uncomfortable phase of saying, hi, what's your name? Yeah. You know, you walk into a room and you don't know anyone, you'd very much rather just be on your phone, scroll Isn't on it Instagram. Weird, man? Like, we have poor social skills because nowadays we do not value direct experience. Yeah, How that, do that's you f- exactly like, what That's it the is. thing, like, when Terence McKenna was asking, like, direct experience, direct experience. How mm-hmm. do you feel when you feel the sun on your skin? Mm-hmm. How do you feel when someone says, I love you? How do you s- feel when you meet a stranger and you, like... There are so many beautiful, deep things in there. When you're yeah. starting a, a conversation with a complete stranger. And your heart is pounding, but yeah. afterwards you realize that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. They're just like you and me. You know? They have their own set of problems, their own set of agendas. But that at the end of the day, we are very we are very much similar than different. And you know? I think that's what we're railing against, like the impetus to, to go forward. 
Yeah. Nowadays, in this age that we live in, it's, it's so much easier to just stay in yourself and in that safe space that you've created for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know? One, on social media, people just post the good stuff. Yeah. So we don't get to see the grimy part. Yeah. Like like you see when we when we were wrestling today. Yeah. Like you get a few bumps and bruises, you know. Yeah. It's it's not all just it's not all you it, know. Actually it's with not wrestling all roses. With, with, uh, with wrestling there's nothing rosy about it, man. You know? It's gritty. You have to you have to like get in there. Yeah. But when you're in there you, you will you will find yourself smiling because there's there's something to it. I don't even want to put a name to it. Yeah. But there's something to that, to being in there, to that direct experience. Yes. Right? And similarly, even if we scale it down to like walking into a room and having to make friends because you don't know people. Yeah. That's it's the same thing. It's it's grappling with one, the fear in yourself. Yeah. Right? And also and overcoming that. It might be also like your 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 fear of grappling, but also it could be just your serotonin levels, your confidence levels, your self-esteem is low. Mm -hmm. So we even know, like, maybe you're not even talking to someone on the ground. You're just, like, not interacting with anyone specific. You're just you're scrolling. You're just scrolling, yeah. So you're, you're deflecting. And really what you should do is... And that's mostly the case. And that's mostly the case for guys. Yeah. I mean, I've met, I've met a lot of girls who just say, man, just, people just don't walk to me. I seem intimidating. This is true. They're beautiful. And their beauty kind of just makes uh, the other uh, guys just fade or pale uh -huh. because they like, they can't in their imagination with the, the social skills they get they in know their they own have, way yeah they they just think like I can't get I can't bug this chick you, you you make a list of things of of why you can't yeah you make a list of things of why you can't instead of why you can yeah you know and and like bro it, this is true man but if you are a warm guy, you need to understand that even if you'll have a family, you will be dealing with different people and you'll need to approach them differently. Mm -hmm. yeah. You need to you need to be dangerous, uh, as JB, JBP says. You need to be dangerous. You need to be bold enough yeah. to, 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 to say, hey, man, I, uh, how are you, man? You need to be a monster and then you need to find a way to bring that monster into control. Yes. Under your control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because without that that edge, you're not gonna go up <laughs> and and speak to that person that you don't know. No, you know you you need that edge that, and that edge it doesn't have to be there to be that sharp on yeah. day one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can and sharpen and it and up a bit. Jordan Peterson says like, pet a cat when you see one on on the street, mm -hmm. and he said like, he loves dogs. Mm -hmm. But he can't say pet a dog because a dog will want to be petted. Mm -hmm. But with cats, sometimes they want to be petted. Sometimes they run away. Sometimes mm -hmm. they bite you. So you say like cats in that regard represent nature mm -hmm. and represent the world and life in general. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you might shoot your shot. You might try your thing and even get banned as a result of that forward movement. Yeah. Sometimes you get rewarded. But either way, that is how life is. So... You it will work. How do you react on certain situations? You had a business proposal. The business proposal fell through. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna go? You had a business proposal. It was accepted. You got funding. Yeah. How do you act? Do you overreact or do you just one spike of joy and then say okay back to work? I think there's there's a way you can work with these things. People mm -hmm. who are 
people who are low in stress tolerance, low in serotonin levels, and a bit low in the dominance hierarchy, they get overjoyed with small things and they get devastated with small things as well. Yeah. Like if you're weak, if your car is made out of like thin thin iron sheet, even a stone will dent it. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's hard if it's hard coated with some kind of ceramic, some titanium metal, mm-hmm. you know like it will it will it will withstand more hits yeah. than this the f- small flimsy car, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing here. Uh if you have a lot of mass, no one can move you weight, no one will move you from like we will be able to like charge you or like move you or shake you or shift you. Yeah. But if you're weak, you'll be you'll, you you the even the wind can pull you, you yeah. know? Yeah. So like working on working on that kind of stuff, understanding that strength is really important for men. And also like people to understand that it's okay to, to be weak as long as you're working towards being strong. Exactly. Right. It's even okay to 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 publicly be seen as weak as but long the, as the working towards it part is the most important. Is the is the most important. That's that's the part we want to stress most. Yeah. Because you can it's okay to be here on day one as long as you have a vision that you're sticking to. Mm-hmm. Right? Because even the strong, how do they get strong? They get strong by acknowledging that they're weak. Yes. And, and by constantly being there doing that thing that doing they the need work. to do yeah. to get them there. Right. Yeah. That means constantly facing up against the yeah. chance of failure. Yeah. Failing constantly mm-hmm. and getting better at it. Right. Yeah, like today. So we need to be able to to one not be afraid of failure. Yes. Right? Yes. Like it's today. It's okay if you get that takedown. Yeah. Because one, we're both learning. Yes. Right? Yeah. So if if I'm so afraid that I'm gonna be embarrassed if we go and spa today because you'll get the takedown. Yeah. Then I am my biggest obstacle. Yeah. It's like it's like when, when I was trying to get a takedown with a trip and my form was very poor at that one point and I said, Man, that that just is not right. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But you need to know that that is not right. How else yeah. will you know? How else are you going to know? Yes. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh no, that's a lot. That's, that's crap. <laughs> that's shit. I need to, I need to, need to run it again. Yeah. And granted, like, I, I got some, some good trips or like some sumigeshis, mm-hmm. but like, some were bad, you know? And you think of it, you think about that throughout the week. You're like, yeah. if you're really self-conscious, yeah. you will think about these things. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So and it's like also like today we deliberately were learning how to fall yeah during battle uh-huh. those falls like in a way that you don't injure your head yeah. injure your joints uh-huh. and you get back up in a more offensive or defensive stance yeah it's I really like that because it's falling and once I understood that I wasn't ashamed of falling man <laughs> yeah once once you understand how to fall properly yeah. You're not even afraid of falling anymore. Yeah, but even further than that, once I understood that falling is okay, then I was falling, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I, I, I can never be ashamed for trying, man. I can never be ashamed for, for being more courageous to look stupid. Yeah. There's something that Jordan Peterson calls the Joker. Uh-huh. As the Joker, the Joker will, is the guy who will try anything and will, is the person who will be willing to fall from the cliff. Yeah. Well, who, do you know what he will come back with? Do you know what mm. he will find the cliff? Mm. Do you know the type of person the Joker will become when he, when he gets from that cliff? I think he said the fool is the precursor of the master. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because to master anything, you first of all must be willing to be a fool. Yes. Right. Yes. And we were talking about language the other time. Yeah. And like to learn a new language, yeah. you must you must make yourself 
like a child, like a child, right? Like a child, like the way you saw like Danielle when she was in her video. Yeah. Like she 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 trips, but it's a beautiful trip. Man. Yeah. You find yourself smiling because you're like, that was a pretty good effort. That's a pretty good effort and yeah. you're actually very good. Yeah. You know? So effort and attention and just continuing and 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 putting the work in right mm-hmm. under the leadership of a great man the hebrews organized themselves into a society and then an empire as their fortunes rise success breeds pride and arrogance corruption raises its ugly head the inc- the, the increasingly hubristic state becomes obsessed with power begins to forget its duty to the widows and the orphans and deviates from its age-old agreement with God. Hmm. Yeah, bro. Sometimes it gets like that. And I think that's true as well, because... Age-old agreement with God. God being the ideal in this case, right? Yes. So there's... In Gordon Ryan's interview with, with Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. he said most black belts mm-hmm. just train and get to ba- black belt... Yeah. And then they just stay there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They don't work to get better, to better their techniques. I mean, they're already a black belt. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you just read because once your fortunes grow and once you've seen yourself become that thing that you used to aspire, if if your self-assessment and your self scrutiny if you lower it yeah. and begin to be contemptuous, then you'll become arrogant. Yeah. Then you will quickly recede because you will no longer be looking towards getting better. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. one, if you're arrogant as a black belt, you don't want to get tapped out. Right? Yeah. But getting tapped out is the method to getting better. It's the method to knowing how vulnerable you can be. Yeah. And therefore, you can walk against that. Or you can walk from that position. Exactly. That is so why J- J- JD, uh, J- John Danaher, mm-hmm. has kind of a feet to floor. Yeah. And then, but his basics is you start from the ground. Yeah. You start from the ground, you start from submission ho- pl- holds, and then you know how you're going to walk your way out of... Yes, yes. Out of the critical escapes, situations. Escapes. Yeah, uh, know your escapes. Yeah. So you focus on escapes and setups, because as long as you can get yourself free, yeah, you can live to fight another day and learn another day. Yes. Right. So defense is always, and it's called the art of self-defense. Uh huh. So you don't work on like the sweep first. The self-defense starts from putting yourself in a away from harm. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, man. And also like in this idea is like, this is what I'm thinking: attention, the state maintaining it arrogance the state is the body mm-hmm. the state is the house you live in mm-hmm. the state is the relationships with your friend yeah. the state is in general just the state of things yeah to maintain that needs constant effort and attention and attention uh-huh. you never let go of your age old agreement because the age old agreement is kind of the imperative here yes you have to sustain this to maintain the state to maintain a country, literally, mm-hmm. there has to be constant constant work. Jordan Peterson said, like, for things to go asunder, for things to fail, for entropy to happen, 
you just have to do nothing yeah you just have to sit back and enjoy busy yourself with the creation of with the continuation with of the continuation the of the species and eat cakes and eat cakes you know <laughs> you can do these things but as long as you're not putting the in the work they, you will run out of cakes right you will run out of resources yeah. for the continuation of to sustain the continuation of the species as long as you do not pay close attention to what really is important and yeah. there's always something that is of prime prime importance of things everything has a hierarchy that is why i love nietzsche's idea of the transvaluation of values mm-hmm. while it is while it is like it sounds nihilistic to people who read it in a certain light mm-hmm. if you take another lens the transvaluation of values actually is stripped down especially the non-essentials mm-hmm. you know get those away be minimalist in a sense yeah all right mm-hmm. then what things can't you live without all right what things are absolutely necessary mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. now that you have those work towards those what really vibrates with the constitution of your being mm-hmm. work on that right yeah what are you an artist create will you regret at the end of life in your <laughs> maybe in the astral plane and you're looking at 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 the past and you're like oh my god i should have just spent more time working on my craft yeah. work on your fucking craft mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. attention you will maintain the state and there's no better state than the state in which you'd drafted with god it's like this is the state it's the body that god gave you mm-hmm. the state is like it has a certain ratio mm-hmm. maintain that ratio mm-hmm. right yeah the relationships that you have we know the ideal we need good re- healthy relationships i need to know that if i tell you this thing it is not because of some hidden or, or you know alter uh, you know intentions you yeah. know it is just because this is this is how we will maintain health right yeah. there is even some bacteria in you there's good bacteria there's bad bacteria yep, yep. they're all bacteria you know mm-hmm. they have certain impacts to the state of your health yes so maintaining the state you can maintain the state with dialogue and as long as you bring dialogue in there literally you can maintain the state with dialogue why do you think in the parliament people sit down and and debate so as long as there's dialogue Truth there's in dialogue as long as there's dialogue there's an imperative for truth there has to be truth for the maintenance of the state mm-hmm. if the dialogue is not truthful then then the state will just show the state will always tell us the truth the state mm-hmm. the state will always tell us the truth so like this hebrews over here man as a result of losing attention as a result of losing their various contracts as a result of not stripping down and and using the transvaluation of values to know what is of prime importance in their value value hierarchy mm-hmm they lost it all they 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 put themselves on top of a higher values on top of god so to speak yeah. and therefore l- lost lost the kind of they, they lost the chain of command they did not know that they were answerable to god and therefore they thought that god was god and the state was answerable to them no you are answerable to the state you know mm-hmm. when you see some love handles on the side you are answerable to the love handles man mm-hmm. you should go and put in the work because the the love handle is your body telling you bro i don't I, th- this should not be happening this happens when you do or you, do yeah, not you, do this you've been sleeping you've been sleeping yeah you've been sleeping uh-huh. get in there do you really do you really think you cannot do it like do you really think you can d- are you trying to convince me that you can't do it bro no i can't believe you that's yeah. why i'm popping here yeah. that's why i'm on the side bro <laughs> you know yeah i can't believe you so this is your way of communicating to me is like you don't give a fuck about me and 
I'm just letting you know that if you don't give a fuck about me, you don't give a fuck about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If you take those sigils from time to time, I don't know. It's like the guy who was saying you can have a healthy relationship with masturbation. You cannot have a healthy relationship with smoking, bro. And at least humanity understands this. Like, people will ask you, what's your vice? What's your vice? Everybody has a vice. Mm-hmm. The idea is not to have a healthy relationship with those vice. <laughs> the idea is to constantly work against those vices slowly and slowly until you don't have, maybe you take up less vices, but the vices will still be there. Life is not supposed to be like, sit and then let's let's just be. Life is like, okay, this is a test. W- what are you going to do if I throw this to you? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And and if you forget yourself, and here's the thing, man, and, and this is what I don't like about people who try to, people, people, people who judge, people who cancel. Jordan Peterson is canceled in the, in the in the in the social spheres in the in the social networks just because people do not have time for empathy people do not have time to listen people do not have time to read yeah. like literally we are here reading and Jordan Peterson is saying that under the leadership of a great man the hebrews organized themselves into a society and then an empire corruption raises its ugly head the increasingly hubristic state becomes obsessed with power begins to forget its duty to the widows and the orphans and deviates from the age-old agreement with God. And then people will say that this guy is a <laughs> is supporting what? The oppressive Extreme patriarchy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's crazy, right? Uh-huh. So like let 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 men do what men do, man. And actually I was I was I was about to say this. Like the masculine is associated with attention. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The feminine is associated with bringing forth, yielding, right? Yeah. But also devouring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if the masculine does not pay attention and does not stay on point... It will be devoured? It will be devoured. Quite naturally, too. Into the chaos. Yeah. It's like the, there's, there's this, this thing what happened at Kusemo. Ati... Uashaoleo. You're being fed and the wife might probably her imperative to tell you, you know, go and work out than your bro is much low. Yeah, much lower. Yeah. So like attention is important. It's like, yo, this woman is feeding me nice. You know, she's treating me well. But my shirts have, have, haven't been fitting lately and uh, <laughs> I need to do something about it. I need to do something l- about it, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. My neck nowadays, I can't put a tie well, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Like, things are a little tight. I can't fit in my trousers, uh-huh. right? And people say that's a, that's a sign of success. That's a sign of your body failing, bro. Yeah. So success is imperative, is, 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 is success relative. Success is, is staying on top of things. Of all the things. Yeah. I mean, you can have a lot of Being money. Point. People value money, but uh, when once they have money, they realize actually you should be working on relationships. Yeah, you can form any relationships if your if your relationship with yourself is a type of way. Money only solves your money problems. Money only solves your money right? problems. Like Jeff Bezos has a lot of money, right? Yeah. So does Bill used Gates. to be used to be kind of nerdy, right? Yeah. But now you see he's jacked, right? He's jacked. As in, I'm sure the money paid for a good gym. Yeah. But he still had to put in the hours. He still had to put in the hours. You know? Yeah. So money will only solve your money problems. Yeah. But 
working on yourself, working on relationships. Yeah. You're still going to have to go out and do that yourself. Yes. Jeff Bezos was more of like a scholar, but now he's an athlete scholar. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And we need those. We, we need, need more of those. We need that. Right? So, yeah, man. It's it's so beautiful to see a man who is smart mentally and also physically. He's sharp. Sharp physically, yeah. sharp mentally. And I also think... like Because when you're sharp mentally, you're always asking questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you're always asking questions, you're always open to other people's recommendations. Yeah. Because you have an open mind. Right? And being sharp mentally mm-hmm. means you should be sharp enough to know that you should be sharp physically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, Jordan Jordan is over 50. Right? Yeah. I think he's like 56. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe Jordan maybe a bit is older right same now. age as Joe, almost. Almost. Oh. So, and he talks about working out. He talks about deadlifts. I've, I, I, I forgotten wh- what he said uh, his, his maximum bench was. But, like, yeah. He you need that kind of out. lingo in your in, in in around you. You need it in your in your vocabulary. And I, I actually he he's the person I learned from the fact that the best way to maintain your mental ac- acuity, right? Acuteness. I don't know if that's the word the right word. Yeah. But the best way to maintain your yeah. mental sharpness acuteness, is physical yeah. exercise. It's phys- no, uh, the best way to maintain mental sharpness as you go older. as you grow older is yeah. for sure physical exercise. Because your mind is not is not as malleable as you are when you are a kid. Yeah, that is why. But your body can literally make you malleable, and it's with the neuroplasticity that comes with the failure. Yeah, yeah. and also think about it like this, right? Mm-hmm. You exercise. That means your blood flow mm-hmm. across the body. Yeah, your blood is flowing right, mm-hmm. right? Your your resting heart rate is good. You have that epinephrine. Right? Yeah, blazing through you. And also that means more blood is comfortably flowing to the brain. Yeah, yeah. Right? When you open your blood, blood vessels. If if you are overweight, that means your blood vessels are constricted. Yeah. That means you're having all kinds of problems with blood pressure. Your heart is having problems pushing blood to the various ends of your body that where the blood needs to get. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Including the brain. Including right? the brain, yeah. So if you don't do something to mitigate that. Yeah then over over time entropy happens and you deteriorate you deteriorate slowly. and that's that's just that's just the direct effect of like physical training mm-hmm. i like calling it physical training more than exercise nowadays i think mm-hmm. because of the training part the mm-hmm. training mm-hmm. is like this is a routine this is a drill you're training yourself for something exercise yeah. might be just you i'm just exercising yeah yeah but i'm training i'm training for what lord knows what but i'm training yeah and so what I just add on top of that is like, and that is just to your brain. And now let's look at the psychological and emotional oh, yeah. gifts or the emotional values of physical training. Mm-hmm. Get you up there, get your mood high, get your stress tolerance high. So mm-hmm. your mood is always at, a, at an average high. So therefore it means like you cannot be brought down by silly things. Yeah, And uh, uh, like... You cannot also be brought down by tough things. Mm-hmm. The things that normal people would cave certain pressures, you, you don't got that. Yeah. Because you understand, you have a healthy relationship with your mind. You're, you're constantly in the furnace. Yes. In that kiln working. Working. You know? you know? Coming up against the fire. Yeah. Yeah. So let's continue here. So he says, 
uh, the increasingly hubristic state becomes obsessed with power, begins to forget its duty to the widows and orphans, and deviates from its age-old agreement with God. Then a prophet arises. He brazenly and publicly re reviles the author authoritarian kings and faithless country of their fa for their failures before God. An act of blind courage. Telling them of the terrible judgment to come. When his wise words are not, compl are not completely ignored, they are heeded too late. God smites his wayward people, dooming them to abject defeat in battle and generations of subjugation. The Hebrews repent at length, blaming their misfortune on their, on their own failure to adhere to God's word. They insist to themselves that they could have done better. They rebuilt their state, and the cycle begins again. So as long as you do not understand the chain of command, as long as you do not understand the hierarchy, it's God, and then it's your service to God, your state will be stable. If you don't, if you hit the message too late, the state will fail, you will build again. As long as the lesson hasn't been learned, it will be a vicious cycle like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. right? So that means your habits. Because you got here doesn't mean... You can't fall off. You can't fall. And if you fall off and you build, but you build badly, it's just going to be again... Uh, we are trying to be uh, in a state where we can we can maintain a certain level of things. Mm -hmm. You cannot maintain a certain high level of things if you do not understand what you're serving. It's like, is the thing, and let's get to the abundance mindset. There's a, the abundance mindset, and then there's the scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. The abundance mindset is not. It's not just. It is not just. I have a lot. I can get a lot. I can easily let it go. No, the abundance mindset is much more than that, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because it's, what's the most abundant thing? That's God. Yeah. So you cannot have an abundance mindset without understanding what faith is. That's true. Okay. Faith without action is dead. Mm -hmm. That's also true. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So an abundance mindset, to have an abundance mindset means it's also a daunting task. Yeah. It's not just... Oh, things just come. No, 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 no. Things don't just come. Yeah. Things might be given to you, <laughs> but things don't just come, especially if you want them. An abundance mindset. Because you've already established that you saying you want them and you wanting them are two different things. <laughs> two different things, yeah. Yeah? Okay. This is life. We build structures to live in. We build families and states and countries. We abstract the principles upon which those structures are founded and formulate systems of belief. At first, we inhabit those structures and beliefs like Adam and Eve in paradise. But success, but success makes us complacent. Mm -hmm. We forget to pay attention. We take what we have for granted. We turn a blind eye. We fail to notice that things are changing or that corruption is taking root and everything falls apart. Is it the fault of reality, of God, or do things fall apart because we have not paid sufficient attention to them? I think we've talked about this already. Mm -hmm. I think Jordan has just capped it right there very well. 
do things fall apart because of reality or because of lack of attention? Yes, you know, like steady state requires steady mind, mm-hmm. requires steady attention. Yes. If the attention deeps kidogo upwevo, we will know. There going to be consequences. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And here's the thing, like Jordan says he's never seen anyone get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you could even like commit a crime and and in terms of like the our legal system, yeah. You could get away with it. Mm-hmm. But do you really ever get away with it? No. You know? Because when you get away you with the crime, the, even your lifestyle just changes. Yeah, you, you can't just bend the fabric of reality yeah. and expect it not to snap back at you. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, on the extreme case, <coughs> if you commit a murder mm-hmm. and you're not convicted, mm-hmm. before you in those moments before you go to sleep, I, I bet your conscience still calls to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So in that case, you don't really get away with it. Yeah. It's, it's like... The ideal will still judge you, right? Yeah. The ideal will judge you, and then you you know what you did. Yeah. You know what you did last yeah. summer. And, 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 and when, whenever you try to make any kind of claim that I'm, I'm a good guy, I'm a truthful, immediately that voice inside your head will, will push back against that and be like, we both know you're lying. Yeah. You know? So in that case, you, you never really... And now if we were to scale it down, like, for example, you don't really value being truthful mm. or you don't hold the, the precept of always tell the truth or at least don't lie, mm-hmm. right? In First of all, whenever you tell a lie, you can never be present because your mind always has to be working to remember that lie that you told the other time. Yes. And has to be working to make sure that it is congruent with whatever is happening now, otherwise there'll be a contradiction. Yes. Right? Yes. That means <coughs> you're never in the present moment. Yeah. Just because your mind is always trying to corroborate your life. Yeah. You see? For eternity. And because you understand, like, once you fess up, the consequences are immediate and long-term. Yeah. Right. And in that case, you might think that you've gotten away with all those lies that you've told. Mm. But you really, you pay a high cost for them. You pay a high cost for them. So it's in like real sense, you haven't gotten away with them. The psychological implications of Raskolnikov killing that old pawn, pawn broker lady. Mm-hmm. He, perfect crime. Yeah. No one witnessed. Even someone was uh, suspected. And someone else. Someone else. And this someone else he knows and walks from time to time. And sometimes Raskolnikov would just, when we, would people just kind of fess up. <laughs> people don't believe him. Mm-hmm. Because his 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 representation to society is like he's too smart, he's too he's not the kind of guy. Yeah. Sometimes he's sitting literally with the person who was in the next door when he was killing this guy. Mm-hmm. These things take a toll on you, mm-hmm. so he w- will not trust. And some people who are kind of like around you, mm-hmm. some you don't even like them, and because you resent them. You kind of think that they know what you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, you think like, should I finish th- him off as well? You know. Yeah, it begins the cycle, as we said. The you cycle ask yourself so many the spiral questions. Spiral downwards and downwards. Who's watching? Yeah, you cannot believe that no one is watching. So, like, because you know you you yourself are watching. 
to be eventually with. Raskolnikov ended up fessing up <laughs> went to the police station fessed up uh-huh. by himself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and uh, that's a whole other thing but uh only one person knew the inspector yeah and uh yeah so you cannot you cannot get away with with anything man got it you cannot get away with anything so once you understand that maybe you can be a little bit more careful with how you how you move w- the words you say the standard you hold yourself to exactly exactly let's continue on here a little uh willful blindness and corruption took the city down let me let me come back again mhm When the hurricane hit New Orleans and the town sank under the waves, was that a natural disaster? The Dutch prepared their dikes for the worst storm in 10,000 years. Had the New Orleans followed that example, no tragedy tragedy would have occurred. It's not that no one knew. The Flood Control Act of 1965 mandated improvements in the levee system that held back Lake Pontchartrain. <laughs> Pont Pontchartrain, all right. The system was to be completed by 78. 40 years later only 60% of the work had been done. Willful blindness and corruption took the city down. A hurricane is an act of God, but failure to prepare when the necessity for preparation is well known, that is sin. That is failure to hit the mark. And the wages for sin is death. Romans 6:23 Wow that that's that's deep right there That's a very deep philosophical question because if you think about it failure is imminent but lack of preparation is missing the yeah. mark even like in whatever natural disaster like let's take tsunami closer to home no budalangi right yeah it floods almost every year yes. right takes away people's lives homes lives homes. livestock you know yeah and literally every year we know it's going to come yeah and every year it finds us unprepared mm-hmm. so then is it really a natural disaster no or do we have a large a large role that we have not played in that we are self sabotaging ourselves by our lack of attention and then afterwards here where where we fall short of the glory of god right yeah cuz afterwards you're going to be or you go, you're going to you're going to go to bed every night and pray god help us and when the flood comes you're also going to pray again god help us mm-hmm. but god, god has helps gifted those you who with, help themselves yeah you know and god has gifted you with every gift possible like the rest is really up to you yeah you know yeah. we we can't we can't keep running back to that mm-hmm. that's that's a faith without action and and that is dead yeah that is that is empty calories yeah the ancient jews blamed themselves when things fell apart they acted as if god's goodness the goodness of reality was axiomatic and took responsibility for their own failures that's insanely responsible but the alternative is to judge reality as insufficient to criticize being itself and to sink into resentment and the desire for revenge 
if you're suffering, well, <laughs> that's the norm. People are limited and life is tragic. If your suffering is unbearable, however, you are starting to become corrupted. Here's something to think about. Whoa. Don't blame, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Africans, we were slaves. Africans, we were colonized. We were colonized. Africans, oh, the, the white man. Neocolonialism, systemic oh, the racism. Chinese. Oh, the Chinese. Ukoloni Mambuleo, granted, granted, you know? granted, 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 granted. How you building? All those things, granted. How you building now? How, what's your move? You know, you have the information. You can't be stating the information to me all the time. It's because are of we, racism. Are we it's building those this. dikes that will last 10,000 years? Exactly. You know? Like, like Israel was, was, the Jews were hit once and it's like, your noise. They, it's like they, they just, they just have to do, they had something to do about it. Like, certain tra tragedies hit you. The only person who seems not to learn anything from, from history is the black man, man. That's the black man seems seems to be the only person who doesn't there's little China here, there's little Lord knows what where. But man What about our little Zimbabwe's? What about what about you know? You go there and you are immediately assimilated and you still want your individuality. So here's the thing. Is it, is, is it called the water of self determination? The Jews needed self-determination and they realized they can't be self-determined. Mm -hmm. If they are citizens of other states, then they recommended they build their own state. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's a nuanced conflict there, but that's what they did. And they are the better for it. And mm -hmm. they are welcoming every, every other guy to come back there or whatever. That is, to me, someone... Let's let leave alone like... If you are in the Palestinian side, or if you are in, in the, in the, the Israeli, si side. Israeli side, let us just see of the reaction to tragedy, of instead of blaming being itself. And it's weird that Jordan Peterson says, like, the ancient Jews always blamed themselves when things fell apart. They acted as if God's goodness, the goodness of reality, was axiomatic and took responsibility for their own failure. That's insanely responsible, right? Extreme and also, ownership. Extreme ownership right there. And also that's the thing, like they're saying, man, like to be self like Africans and Africans are, are like siding with the Pal Palestines and uh, siding with whichever disenfranchised state or disenfranchised group of people. But what are you doing? Because we're we all about that victim mentality. That's the problem. You have a whole we're continent about, that we're is... We're all about that victim mentality. We're all bro. about that victim mentality. You have a whole continent that will welcome you with open arms, right? Mm -hmm. You have a whole, and literally, based on how you look, you're definitely one of us. You know? But you still want to live where the standards of living are high because I already said this. The high end thing is not the most high, right? That's true, that's true. The most high is relationships. How about you come back here and we teach you some Kenya Rwanda? How about you come back here and we teach you some Tswana? You know? And come back and teach us what you've learned there. And come yeah. back and teach us what whatever findings you got there. What lessons are you learning? Are you trying to do those lessons there? Okay, fine. Let's let's just give them the slack and let's say that maybe maybe uh, 
you can't come to Africa for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So how are you building over there? Mm-hmm. Are you and uh, at work? Shout out to Bravely. At work, mm-hmm. I had a meeting with a uh, a lady called Kara. Mm-hmm. She's she lives in Texas, and I asked her like, so where do you live? She said Texas, and I uh, and I told her, man, you live in Texas, home of the free. Uh, you black, yeah, mixed race, but black, yeah. And my husband is black. I was like, Yo, your husband is black? Wow. How's life there? It's like, oh, I mean, the racism in New York is even much more than in Texas. Really? Like, what's the population of the black people in Texas? Are you living in suburban Texas or are you living in metropolitan Texas? Mm-hmm. She lives in suburban Texas. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. So it's like, then she tells me, that okay, the black people can bond and live in commune. There are places that literally, like Atlanta, like it's mostly black communities, right? Mm-hmm. Like black communities have found them a way to silo themselves and have their where they are the majority people, mm-hmm. right? Like in Texas, the probability that you the, the blacks are the majority is freaking low. Yeah. Therefore, if there's if there's going to be any crime committed against any racial crimes committed for sure gonna be high because you're outnumbered and, and, and people are not that compassionate. How are you taking charge? Move to a place where you have this small black population mm-hmm. where the, 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 the local police is a black person and therefore will not, when you're murdered, we, may, we, we are forced to think why, was, why were you murdered? You know? Mm-hmm. So, and I've not done a lot of research or study on this or whatever, mm-hmm. but just my mind thinks like there's definitely a way you can be better about these things. Right? But it's like the, 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 the the bl- the blacks in 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 the states they also kind of want to have their cake and and kind of yeah because like you want to be part of the culture what what ethos what ethos do they subscribe to like <coughs> for example look at, look at the popular culture in the black community right mm. <laughs> let's let's look at Cardi B's songs the WAP yeah the blacks are gonna have that song win a Grammy is it is it a Grammy or is it an Emmy Songs, songs, Grammy, Grammy, right? Yeah, or movies at the Oscars. Okay, so they're gonna have that song win a Grammy. They're gonna say that song was so influential, so influential, so so top of the. They're cream. going to go further ahead and say that surpassed Lauren Hill's record. You cannot put you Lo- know? Lauren Hill is a goddess. You cannot put her with Cardi B. And man. and they're gonna be, you know, that's. That's an achievement for the women. Uh, that is fine. not an and achievement and for the women. They're gonna uphold that. They're gonna uphold that as an image yeah. for for young girls yeah. to look up to. And and so, yeah. is it really a surprise that they they are where they are? It is not. Right. No, it is not. Is the, it the, is it is it because God is has forsaken them? No, it's not. They're clearly there because they're the, short-sighted. The state, the state is clearly there because of lack of attention mm-hmm. and. Clearly, they have just been sliding down and further down. And further down. Because if, if that is the value that you, like... What is distinctly black? You, you, can't, you can't prevent Cardi B from, from dropping that song. No. Right? That's but democracy we can't, at work. But we can't fucking reward her by giving her a Grammy. Uh, for the most profane, for the most... A, a song that she can't even perform on TV without us having to, to, to tell the kids to go to you bed. Know, go, go to bed. You know, are you trying to accustom us to that kind of thing? We thinking? want to uphold that. How? No, how? no. How do we want to do that? No, and by the way, don't bring that nonsense here to Africa, man. You know, so like, like, what do you care about? 
Is that really what you care about as a black woman in the society? You know? Is that really what you care about, honestly? You're, you're going to present yourself like that and then you're going to turn around and say you want to be respected? You're not respecting yourself. I mean, I mean that's what, fine. You can say happening? that, but you're not going to be respected. Yeah. Right? Yeah, obviously. Because from the presentation, <laughs> yeah, from the presentation, like, you don't... And and granted, maybe 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 women bicker from time to time, but like even how she bickers, how she handles herself in the internet is like it's, you don't want to see. The, there's there's nothing admirable about it. There's nothing admirable about it at all. It's even difficult to think of her as a mother. You know. It's it's an, it's making me uncomfortable just speaking about it. Yeah. You see. Yeah. So like that. And she's she's undoing the. The, the great work that, is it Umar Johnson mm-hmm. is kind of trying to do? Yeah. Jay-Z is trying to do this kind of work, trying to educate us on maybe get a Bitcoin, get some Bitcoins, some, get, some, get, get some assets, and here's the thing buy well, land. Right? Um, I was listening to, to Cole's album. The off-season? I believe it's that one. And there's a part where he says he's from... I think it's North Carolina, right? North Carolina. There's a part where he says he didn't understand why guys in, in the Ville were banging for either Bloods or Crips when that is an LA thing and North <laughs> Carolina is, is clearly not California. So <laughs> he really doesn't get it. But he comes back and says, like, niggas will, will rap any gang. Yeah. Niggas will rap any hood. Yeah. Niggas, you know, just to belong. Just to belong. Know? And so if, if at pop culture, at the highest, at the, the thing that is most visible about your culture, if, if that is how the black culture dis- chooses to display itself, yeah. then no wonder they are where they are. Yes. Right? Blood versus Crips is not something that should be existing in society. What's imagine really... This, wha- imagine what this. You're walking down the road, yeah. and just because you happen to wear the wrong color T-shirt that day, you get shot. Yeah. You get shot there. Does that make any? <laughs> that does not make does any that make sense. Make any fucking sense to you? And the guy is is just as black as you are. And then you're gonna say this kind of crime happens because of the oppression that's happening in because of the racism, the, the racism that yeah. you know. You guys should first of all clean your own house. Yeah. And we have problems here as well, and we're gonna speak about those problems openly. Yes. Right. Yes. But on on this issue, like they they need to clean up their house first before they. They go anywhere else with that. Yeah, right? because it's not it's not just it's not just a racial issue. It's just a self accountability issue. Mm-hmm. How is your life being impacted? What can you do about it? That's just what I'm trying to say. And this makes me like kind of move to the next point, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so he says, if you're suffering, well, that's the norm. People are limited, and life is tragic. If you're suffering, it's unbearable. However, you are starting to become corrupted. Here's something to think about. And the next kind of small chapter is clean up your life. I think that's very deep. Like, if your suffering is unbearable, then you have become corrupted. Yes. That's, that's you, you could think about that all week. Yeah. You know? The, o- the only thing you need to do is fix yourself, and that's why he says clean up your life. The first, the first noble truth of Buddhism is life is suffering. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So we're, not, we're never going to get rid of suffering. No. Right? No. Because people grow old and they die. Yeah. And people fall down and they hurt themselves. And yeah. Suffering is, is very present. Like it's it's 
the foundation. Suffering is a precondition. Right? It's already but, there. But your purpose should be so strong. Like Nietzsche said, he who finds a why can withstand anyhow. anyhow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you are filled with purpose and, and driven. Yeah. And you look to inspire that in others and in yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then like like the book says, the suffering will be there, but it will not be unbearable. In fact, it will not be unbearable. You, it is your responsibility to bear up against. Yeah. So there's this a Nietzsche, there's this idea that Jordan Peterson kind of borrowed from Nietzsche that it is meaning that justif that ju- justif justifies your unbearable suffering, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It is meaning that justifies your miserable life. Mm-hmm. So your life is mir- miserable. Maybe you don't have meaning. It's worse if your life is sufferable and you don't. Is is yeah is insufferable and you do not have meaning. So anyway, but then he also adds, according to the to the script that you just read, mm. that that is a pointer towards your own corruption. Yes, so actually, he says at that like point, at the point you find yourself of that state of mind. Yeah, you need to stop and look critically at yourself. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after you've looked, and this is the next chapter. He says, clean up your life. Consider your circumstances. Start small. Have you taken full advantage of the opportunities offered to you? Are you working hard on your career or even your job? Or are you letting bitterness and resentment hold you back and drag you down? Have you made peace with your brother? Are you treating your spouse and your children with dignity and respect? Do you have habits that are destroying your health and well-being? Are you truly shouldering your responsibilities? Have you said what you need to say to your friends and family members? Are there things that you could do that you know you could do mm-hmm. that would make things around you better? Have you cleaned up your life? If the answer is no, here's something to try. Start to stop doing what you know to be wrong. Start stopping today. <laughs> Don't waste time. Whoa. That, I think... That would be a good place to end it, but let's just break that down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like he's he's kind of putting forth the idea that I mean, you know, we Africa usually is put across to the world as like that place where famine and hunger is just the dark continent. You know, the dark continent. We're just probably riding on lions and stuff. Yeah. Which is all fine, but here as as we look at ourselves, right? Yeah. One, let's let's stop that pity party that we like throwing for yeah, ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean Sure. Safaricom has this uh Safaricom youth orchestra, right? Yeah. And mostly Ghetto it's, Classics. It's ghetto classics, right? Yeah. And mostly it's kids from, from the slums. From the slums. You see? So if if those kids can can overcome whatever those circumstances are. Yeah. And learn, and perform on grand stages and and so on, right? Like and perform high art. That just comes across to me like, sure, people are poor, but then what? Mm-hmm. That's no excuse, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a guy. I think his name is Zion. I can't remember the the other name, but he's a wrestler, right? Mm. And he doesn't have no legs, bro. Yeah, he's called Zion. Doesn't have no legs. Yeah. 
But if you see him on the mat, it, it brings you to tears because he gives 100. He gives 300, man. He gives it everything he's got. No doubt. So you can't do what because you don't have what? I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough. I'm not going to take that, mm. you know? Work with what you have. Work with what you have. Don't start small. Like, just like you said, start small. Start small. Start by doing. Look, look at those small things in yourself. I heard him say the other day that people think the small things don't don't count, right? Yeah. But he says that's the most that's the thing that counts the most. Because if you change those micro routines about your day, yeah, then you've changed your whole day. Yeah. You know. So. What do you think about that pity party part? Like, we, I think we, we, we kind of overdo it. And yeah, kind I of think it's the same victim mentality that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, sh- sure, life is miserable. Life is suffering. Life is malevolent or can be from time to time. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on in Israel and, 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 the Palest- and, and Palestines? What's going on between them? The people on both sides... And you could even argue the people on the Palestine side think that life is is, is malevolent mm-hmm. because from their side they, it's like you robbed us or you're still attacking us. Kids are dying. Yeah. In Africa we were colonized. You know. But the thing is, with all that understanding, why can't the leadership find a, a, an amicable way instead of? And Jordan Peterson, and I'm going to buy his book, Beyond Order, has a chapter co- they are called Abandoned Ideology. Mm-hmm. I think it's ideologies that's making that war continue. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like if the leadership d- understood that part of making them to abandon their ideology maybe is us also abandoning our own ideology. Yeah. But, you know, with, with that is also difficult because like the ideology and the religion go hand in hand. But that's also another story. Yeah, I think that's 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 a deep, deeply nuanced. That's a deeply that nuanced. I think conflict. to talk about that, we we need we need some time to go and yeah gather ourselves, gather our facts, and yeah and really come back and hammer at it. Yeah, but, but I also I, also I, don't I, think I you get, can I you can mull it over. I don't think you can mull it over, even in a day, even if you have all those hours. It's deeply nuanced, and it's mm-hmm. also like a metaphor to life. This conflict is. Life is not meant to be understood in one sitting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? But anyway, what I was trying to say is like, now that all these things are happening in our lives, are we trying to say that it is 100% not our responsibility and the responsibility of reality, of nature, of life, of God, and therefore we raise our fists against the, against, against to the skies, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. If you take on that responsibility, why, are you, why, why can't you eat? especially when you're able-bodied. Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't you find it strange when someone who is walking and swinging both arms c- walks to you and says he doesn't have anything to eat? Able-bodied, all limbs, same state of mind, sane enough to know that you have money and he doesn't and he needs to eat. Yeah, It's a little bit weird, honestly. And Waldo says... He begrudges that dollar that he gives away like that. Mm-hmm. He says it's an evil dollar, right? Yeah. So, like taking personal respons- responsibility, people play victim mentality, and that's why we give away those handouts. People know that uh, I can, and that's actually quite evil. 
actually. Mm-hmm. If you if you're able-bodied and you know that all you need to do is give off a very a very piti- pitiable disposition and and stand on the streets and then reach out. It's it's kind of not fair to the person who is probably more limited than you. Mm-hmm. I know people who are crippled who still go to work, working as lawyers in Safaricom. Mm-hmm. We know about Zion, who's a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. You can find different ways to rage, but you can rage against reality in a healthy way. Yeah, you yeah. can grapple. You can wrestle with God. You can bargain. You can say, man, man, I don't have this, but I have this. What do you think? Can I get can I get something? Can I get a bang for my buck here? Mm-hmm. I like I don't have a lot of money, but I have I have effort. Can put in some effort. Can I don't want I don't want all I don't want a lot of profit. I just want to eat today. Is mm-hmm. that fair? Can I mm-hmm. get like a hundred bob so that I can I can split that between meals? Apply yourself. Yes, I understand that. May I, I might not afford a third meal in the day, but can I do IMF and maybe my body body will be better for it? Like compromise. Why are things going south? When you realize that not everything is in control, everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to be successful. But once you realize that not everybody will be extremely rich or extremely successful, then what are you going to do? Then you understand Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. All you need is to eat, to dress, and shelter. Mm-hmm. Then the rest is change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So once you get that down part, even you'll find yourself like if you don't have to worry about where the food is coming, where the rent is coming and or or where the shelter is coming or where the clothes are coming, then now you have bigger problems in your hands. But it starts with taking that initial responsibility of putting mouth in your own putting food in your own mouth, on your own table. Once you got that, you have you have enough energy to focus on on clothing. Once you have that Maybe you even well represented to get a job that m- that might maintain you in a house. Then once you have those, and you can think about other things, mm-hmm. societal status, status needs, all these all these other things. It begins with 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 understanding that that I am not I am not the best human being in the world, mm-hmm. but I can surely try, and 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 just by example, the best human beings in the world. Naturally, they don't. They don't beg. They don't lack. They don't have that victim mentality. They don't say that. Oh, life is suffering. Oh, these people are suffering. I mean, the other day someone was just saying that because he's bad. It's like, no, he's bad. But what are you? If someone is toxic, then just cut them off, mm-hmm. right? So here's what I hear you saying, right? Playing the victim is a lack of faith one in yourself. Yes. And then ultimately a lack of faith in God. Yes. Right? And also kind of a lack of respect in yourself. Yeah. Cuz you need to you need to be able to have the grit to bear up against. Yeah. And playing the victim means you you've yielded you've yielded your power to to some something outside yourself. Yes. Some somewhere else such that And another thing is playing the victim is creating a space Mm-hmm. You're creating a space for fear, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you let that fear and for lack and there. for scarcity, and for lack and for scarcity, mm-hmm. and you when you let all those fear, lack, scarcity in that space, they will the the circle will grow bigger and bigger and consume you entirely, and you will end up resentful, and you will end up hopeless, and you will commit suicide. 
Yeah. So I think like as we walk into the new, into the new week, I guess also a new month, let us be aware enough to cut our cake, eat it, to take responsibility deliberately. To speak truthfully. To speak truthfully, to pay attention to what is of most importance. And to as try as much as possible not to be corrupted by our lack of attention because we have been we have been too used to success and our success has numbed us. Which means we should be thankful and we should understand the chain of command. It's God over everything. God over everything. Once you understand this relationships become better your life becomes better everything around you turns into gold and sunshine mm-hmm. you can be a symbol of hope you can be a symbol of love your energy t- in in this world will be more your own energy more unique you can transform yourself and as a result transform others and you will not and you will think you will feel like this world is not such a bad place much as bad things happen Mm-hmm. It's not such a bad place. You can feel love. You can give love. You can feel joy. You can give joy. You can educate, be educated, and you'll be left for the better. Let us try as much as possible to be men who love. Let us try to be people with good relationships with women, with ourselves. Let us be kind to the women in our lives, to the moms, the sisters, the girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Let us let us give off that warmth that kingly warmth let us make them feel like you know what life is not such a bad place because i know chris exists because i know amon exists because i know bob exists john exists all these people let us use anything we have any excuse we have let us sacrifice ourselves for others that is the golden rule let us sacrifice ourselves for others that doesn't mean capitulating that does not mean willful blindness to your own to your own self it just means b- being will- willfully sacrificing yourself to the most high the most high are you strict with yourself are you are you strict with yourself? Do you respect yourself enough to know that you should be strict with yourself? You know, that resentment you had with your dad when he's like, you're not even doing it right. You're not even, you're not, no, this, no. Why is he doing that? Does that mean he respected you then more than you respected yourself? I don't know. Either way, I, what I know is you should be strict with yourself right now. Mm-hmm. No one is going to father you. You're a man. No one is going to mother you. Especially if they do not live in your around you, they do not they're not in your spheres, they live outside of you, they don't really care what's going on with you. If you have a strong responsibility to yourself, the only person is like when I was out on that run and and, and you know, people people when they see you on a run, they kind of they high five you, they they tell you keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. But it's you who's keeping up the good work. Eventually, it's you who's going to have to steer yourself to success, to the state where you want to be. You need to understand that all these things you're doing, 
martial arts, sports, lifting weights, the work that you're doing at work. All this is nothing if we do not have good relationships with other people. If you're not good at relationships, try and have a good relationship with one person. Then build from there. Start small, as Jordan has said. Try and have a good relationship with yourself. Yeah. Because, just like you said, start small, right? Yeah. Then the unit that you can most account for is you, the individual. Yes. Right? So, as we go into the new week, let's let's hold ourselves to a high standard. Mm. Right? Let's be critical of the things we've not done well. Let's be critical of the things we have done well. Let's try to stay in that frame of mind where we're trying to bring value, to give more of ourselves. Mm. And through that, through those small sacrifices, maybe we're making ourselves and the world around us a better place. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan Peterson for his book, 12 Rules of Life. Rules to live by. We we need those. We need such mentors. Long live the idols. May they never be our rivals. And as usual, bro, I love you, man. I love you too, bro. Thank you for everything. This has been our social experiment. If you enjoyed it, you know what to do. Yeah, yeah.